Hey, Gritty friends. So excited you are here today. Welcome to episode seven. I am loving this topic today. It is growth versus fixed mindset. And I've learned so much about growth versus fixed mindset over the last seven years. And we're going to talk about how to find out if you're in a growth or a fixed mindset. And then I want to offer you some strategies that will help you if you're ready to make big changes in your life or in your business. Now let's just jump into the rough sandpaper of it. Growth is uncomfortable. It is doing things we haven't done before. We start to get the fear of failure creeping in. Can we do it? What if someone sees me screw up? What if I don't sound smart? And the list just goes on. I mean, I can talk about that forever. But if you actually want to take huge steps in your life, then my friends, you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's just the way it is. I know when I try something new, I'm worried it won't be perfect. And specifically, I mean I need to make everything perfect before I can start. So when do I start? Never, never, because it's never perfect. Where your life is now isn't going to be the same in one year. So why expect your business to be the same? If you want to implement big, big, big changes, then do so, do it. The best advice one of our kids' teachers told me about writing, no author ever published in their first writing. It took a lot of revisions. And for this situation, she felt kids should be able to revise their essays for better grades because all writers revise. Have you ever read a book and still found errors? Okay then. So when you decide you can't do it because you aren't smart enough, you can't learn any more than you already have, or you don't want to learn, then you, my friends, are still sitting in a fixed mindset. This is just a mindset that is stagnant. And we're going to talk about why people often feel this way. And I'm first to tell you, I have had a fixed mindset before. And I'm sure when you think about it at the end of this episode, you could tell me when and what your fixed mindset was about previously. My goal is to help you find a way to get into the growth so that you can make big changes. But before we do that, I want to read a review. This one comes from Lindsay and she said, Erica is so good. Her coaching is a perfect combo of tough love and grit. She definitely helps you see where you need to make adjustments in your business and move forward with action. Thanks, Lindsay. I so appreciate this review and I appreciate that you find the grit to be motivating to make changes. Now, if you have a topic that has been sitting on your heart that you want to learn more about overcoming or even business strategies, jump into my Facebook community and connect with me. The link to the Gritty Coach community is in the show notes below. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review and you found this podcast to help you in some way, I would love to hear from you. Just use the link in the Apple podcast to write a review and I'll feature you on the next episode. Now, I'm ready. Are you ready? If so, buckle up, sit back, and let's get gritty. Hey friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Oh, I'm not, I'm not.
Okay, welcome back. So let me just preface by saying that the coaching given in this podcast, all of it, as gritty or harsh as it may sound, comes from a place of me wanting to help others. I mean, sometimes I'm extra gritty. We call it gritty love. We call it sandpaper love because it's rough and it may hurt, but it only has good intentions to smooth and polish, but it may (laughs) may not be comfortable in the moment. So now the grit comes really from my military background, constantly having to shift gears and sometimes more rapidly than we'd like to think. And we don't get the opportunity to really sugarcoat the crap we need to get done. Like it's just straight to the point. So over the years, my grit has been, I don't beat around the bush. It doesn't mean that I am some hardcore, hard ass with a black heart. It just means I don't use fluff. I promise my family will tell you I'm warm and fuzzy at home. (laughs) I play hard, but I have a squishy middle and all around side. Now, with that being said, let's start with the meaning of fixed and growth mindsets. It sort of puts things in perspective first. So growth, growth mindset, people feel their skills and their intelligence can be improved with effort and persistence. They embrace the challenges and persist through obstacles, learn from their criticism, which means they like feedback and seek out other, um, other successes to, for inspiration. Okay. Now fixed, Fixed are people who see their qualities as fixed traits that cannot change. They feel talent is enough to lead to success and effort to improve these talents isn't required. That you are born with a certain amount of skill and intelligence and that can't be improved upon. That is the fixed mindset. So now everyone has had a fixed mindset at one time or another and food for thought. Have you ever had your self-esteem take a hit because you failed at something? I hate the F word, failed because you had a mistake. <laughs> you made a mistake at something. You you felt like you suck because you made this mistake. What about getting feedback? I know so many people that hate feedback and I have asked I I ask all the time, give me feedback. Like I got my big girl panties on like let's have this talk. Give me feedback so I can be better. So when you went to your job performance evaluation and they told you you made mistakes, did you feel down? Do you shy away from the challenges or the new experiences? Now, being that I worked in the medicine field, medicine field, the medical field for so many years, um, I have a tendency, and I, I really should say I didn't do this when I was in the military as much as I did as a civilian, but as a civilian in working in pediatrics, we always looked everything up and everything was always posted in the American Board of Pediatrics. So I have a tendency to go back to the boards. And what I did was I went back to the board of psychiatry and actually looked up some traits of both fixed and growth mindsets. So I just want to kind of give you these. So traits of fixed mindset, don't like criticism. You compare yourself to others. Things are too hard. Prefer routines than trying new things. And you can draw in fears of failure. So these are fixed mindset areas. But I don't want you to worry if you have any of these. You can change it, but only you can change it. No one else is going to be able to change it for you. They can talk about it. We can all talk about it. But until you're ready for the change and you actually go out there and try something new, you're, you're not ready. And I can't force you to do it. But I'm hoping you'll be willing to try after we get done with this. So where I learn most about growth is in pediatrics. And I will tell you that I just so much watching these doctors, Um, doctors in general, 
so much schooling. I've talked about it before, but they're always learning. Always. They have to. Science changes. Things change. New things come up. Um, studies were, were, you know, genetics is making huge changes, right? For years, like everything is constantly changing within science. And some things we don't learn until much later. It just takes that long. So it shouldn't surprise you that doctors are always learning and they're in a growth mindset. Always. And so they would talk about it because as they get new residents that graduate medical school and come in, so first they sort of start their internship and then go into residency. But as interns, it tends to be there's more fixed mindset with certain things that they just aren't good at it. They tell themselves, I'm not good at this. That's not my strong suit. This is not, you know, it's one thing to say this is a challenge, but it is another thing to say, I can't do it. And then there are some people that just don't like feedback. They get very defensive. They automatically take it as something personal that is an attack against them. Now, I do agree it is personal, but it is not an attack. Like I want somebody to give me feedback and tell me how I can do better. Now, I don't want you to sit there and tell me that I'm an idiot and I'm stupid and what I did totally sucked, right? That's not constructive. What I want you to do is tell me, hey, I noticed this and I think it could be better by doing this. Like if you're going to bring me a problem, bring me a solution, right? Bring me a solution. I don't like if you find something that seems to be a problem, I would prefer if you had some way to be, you know, to a solution. Now, if you don't have, you don't know a solution, obviously, if you see a, you know, a mistake or an error, please tell me. I find though, that so many people even have a hard time giving feedback because it feels like confrontation, but it's not. I'm not trying to confront you with it. I'm trying to help you. I am trying to be, to, to help you be better in life. I am definitely not trying to help you hold back. And so, so many people find it both trying to give the feedback as a confrontation and then the ones getting the feedback, it's confrontation, but it's not. So let's talk about um, growth mindset now. So if you're starting a business, welcome. You just had growth mindset. It's trying something new. You have no idea if it's going to work. You have no idea what the challenges are. Maybe you do. Maybe you've started a business before. But whenever you start at the beginning, you have no idea. It's a new path. It's the beginning. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be reasons that you have to back up, take two steps back and take the fork in the road and go a different direction. That's just how it is, right? Now, traits for a fixed mindset, they don't shy away from the challenge. They ask for feedback to improve. Try not to use the F word, failure, comfortable feeling uncomfortable and takes ownership. So I don't mind being comfortable. Like if I'm going to go live or I'm sitting here trying to do a podcast, like sometimes it'll make me nervous just getting started. That's uncomfortable, but I do it. I keep going and I do it. And sometimes that stops people because that uncomfortable feeling turns into anxiety, which turns into like a huge thing. And then there's a panic attack. And before you know it, somebody's vomiting and they're in the bathroom and then they said no, and they ran away. <laughs> right? So it, you know, public speaking can do that so quickly, but it's okay to feel uncomfortable. It's okay to vomit before you have a big speech. I mean, like I've, I've certainly wanted to, I don't think I ever have, but the fact that you actually did, that is where the growth is. You, you felt sick, whatever, you're uncomfortable, you're feeling nervous, 
the the butterflies are all in your stomach and you have anxiety. I mean, I don't care if you're sweating, that happens to me, but the fact that you push forward and you don't let it stop you, that is when you're in the growth mindset. So one of my favorite other stories that I have is about Thomas Edison, and you'll read that he it took him a thousand different ways to figure out how to make a light bulb. He didn't fail a thousand ways. He just learned 999 times how not to make a light bulb. He learned how what ways didn't work. But then he got up and he went back at it again because he knew he could. He had faith in himself and he got up and he tried and tried again and he persisted. And that persistence, that grit, that resiliency, that ability to get back up and keep moving forward, that's the growth. So let's try and talk about some solutions and some coaching steps that we can do to try and overcome some fixed mindset. The first one that I will tell you is to identify the fixed triggers and you sort of work on rescripting them. It may be difficult to recognize them right in the moment, but if you um, recognize it afterwards and you start to process it through and you try to rescript it. So if you've ever read someone about somebody doing something amazing and then you start to compare yourself, that is one where you want to try and rescript. I'm looking at it. I see somebody has, you know, 100,000 followers and I'm only at 10,000 and I all of a sudden get jealous. Yeah, that's me comparing someone else. And then that person's been in business for five years longer than me right? So that's, that's the comparison. We've talked about some of this before in um, fear of failure, right? And then if I turn around and take that and go, well, I can't ever get there. There's fixed mindset. No, 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 you can, you just need to give yourself grace. And you need to keep being persistent and have consistency. And check your, you know, one of the other things I like to do is make sure that you're checking like a measurable outcome to ensure that you're going down the right path. One of the things that people do is they tend to like get fixed on this path and they go down the path and they've reached some dead end at the far end of the tunnel and then realize they had to backtrack 16 miles because they never checked themselves between here and there to make sure that what they were doing was working, right? So then if you don't check yourself and make sure that these steps are working or that you're making progress towards your goal, what happens is, is you get so far the backtrack feels like a failure. And it's not. You just need to do frequent checks. It's like checks and balances. We're supposed to all have them. You don't go keep charging, 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 charging on your bank account and not know what money you have in the bank. You go on there and you go look and you go, okay, I have, you know, I mean, I guess if you've got millions of dollars, then yes, you probably don't even look, don't even think twice about it. But for those of us in the in normal world, um, you know, you, you check these things, you check to make sure that your bills are going through, you don't just go launch them and then never check to see if they ever got paid and wait for somebody to tell you you're four months behind on your rent or your mortgage. You don't do that. There's checks and balances. That is the part where you've got to pull yourself back and make sure that the path is right. So I know that it's going to take me a while to get to XYZ goal that somebody else may already have. But that person had to start somewhere, just like I'm starting somewhere. Even if I started a couple years ago, I'm at this spot. That person has already moved past that spot. Another situation is like there's a challenge at work and you find your friend is working to get to it and you want to compete, finding it even hard to be friends during the challenge because of the competition. Now, I like a good old fashioned competition. 
Again, I think the last episode, I was the last episode where I talked about breaking my girlfriend's foot. I don't know. But one of the episodes recently I was talking about combat soccer. I'm all about a competition and the smack talk, but it's not to the point where I can't be friends with somebody. It's to the point where I want to cheer them on and, and they cheer me on. And then together we work harder, just compete back and forth. And all it does is make you keep going higher. That's healthy competition. But when you start to take it to the point of like, there's negative talk behind it, and then you don't even want to be friends, because you're in the middle of competition. And then afterwards, competition's over, and then you just can't be friends. That part is where you need to kind of rescript things. As you start to see yourself go down this path, you need to stop, you need to take a moment. And you need to figure out what's causing you to want to be so competitive. Is it the fear that you're going to fail? Is it the fear that somebody else is going to be more successful than you? Then we need to go back and talk about fear of failure, right? That's episode, I think I want to say three. So that's where you need to go back and sort of talk about fear of failure and kind of walk through some of that and rescript this, rescript it so that you are not in that competition to actually win and not be friends with somebody, but you're in the competition because you like a healthy competition. And you're, okay. I mean, as much as you may not be okay if the other person wins, but if they win, you're okay, because it was fair and square, right? Not because you, you know, you tried and you lost and you were pissed and then you left and then you don't want to be friends again, right? It's about the healthy competition. So that's identify triggers. And you want to try to recognize them. And again, everything takes practice. We talk about this. Everything takes practice. It's not automatic. You don't shoot out the gate and you win the Kentucky Derby. It doesn't happen. So take your time. Give yourself grace. If you check yourself that you're doing it and you figure it out like a week later, it's okay. You know, just constantly try to... um, Think about, you know, am I starting to feel, how am I feeling if I'm starting to get upset and angry and comparing and things like that, or starting to feel down? Like what is causing that? Oh yeah, I just read this great story about so-and-so and they're doing great and they're making $10 million on Facebook. I think they're, oh, I'll give you one. Here's one that happened yesterday. I was uh, looking at Instagram and somebody, um, one of the coaches I follow had posted about getting payouts for reels, bonus reels. And it was in Facebook. And um, I know one lady had gotten like 36,000 from reels. And then this guy had gotten a a ton of money from reels. And so all of a sudden, like, I want to do reels, I want to get the money. And and I'm I can do I don't know if I can do that. Maybe I well, I do them, but he's really good at them. I don't know if I can be as good as him. Right? So then I'm already sitting in the comparison mindset. And then I'm talking to myself negatively going, I can't even get there. Like I've been trying and I just can't get there. So then I recognize, no, 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 no. This person's in a totally different place than where you are. And, and even me, even me, as much as I love growth mindset, I can still have my moments where I follow, uh, you know, I fall back into a pattern, but I'm pretty quick to recognize that I need to move past that. So occasionally I will find myself where I start to get really down and things, and then I start to procrastinate. Oh, and then I'm like, no, 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 pull yourself out of this, Erica, you can't do this. (laughs) Like, this is not good. You need to move forward. It is there are things that are kind of a challenge and not always going to be successful out the gate. And I just need to recognize that It's, it's part of it's part of how business goes. That is the checks and balances. So the second thing that was really long. The second thing is embrace perfect imperfections. 
Okay. So this is talking about, I like everything to be perfect. Um, I like to write things. And when I write it, I want it to be perfect out the gate because I don't want you to read something I wrote and then go, Ooh, that didn't sound good. She doesn't even have good English and she's not even talking right. And she can't even punctuate correctly. And I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. Right. So I'm one of those that really, really likes a perfect product. And I have had to learn, and I think that's why I like podcasting so much is because it's just me and you're sort of unfiltered and whatever. And yeah, I can probably edit out a couple of things, but I don't edit much except some of the so and like, and I don't think I say um very often. So I actually don't even take out most of the ums. I do take out the likes though, because I say that a lot. (laughs) And I also say so a lot. So I will take those out, but I... I can be more imperfect here and you get me, this is me who I really am and you hear more of me and who I am than you would if I were trying to write something on a post. Um, If I was trying, I mean, lives, you can do the same thing. But even on a live, it'll get nerve wracking because now you're actually seeing my face and it feels so permanent. Like I went, I went live the other day and I was like, oh my God, this, I like, I kept wanting to delete it. And I'm like, no, 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 leave the imperfections. It's who you are just do it. It's okay. You're not perfect. And nothing you're going to do is going to be like spot on perfect. And you don't have an entire like company behind you with a team of experts making things perfect, right? So embrace those imperfections. That's part of the challenge. That's part of the growth. It's uncomfortable. And you can always make it better. But if you never do it, you never have a chance to make things better. So number three, don't wait for others to approve to keep going. It's about your journey, not theirs. So when you decide you want to get people's advice that this is kind of in the feedback area, I can post in a, in a mom's, in a boss mom's group there. I'm I'm in one of those. Um, and I've gone in there and posted in like crickets and I've asked for advice. I've asked for, you know, Hey, does this sound good if I'm struggling in a certain area? And if I don't get anything, I don't stop and wait for them. And if they don't like my idea, I don't wait for them. It's about me. It's about my journey. It's about how I can help other people. And, and I do want their advice. That's the feedback. That's the suggestions. But, you know, I, you know, would this be good? But I'm not going to wait for it. I'm not going to wait for it. If you don't give it, you don't give it. You're not going to. And you don't care. And I'm not talking to the right people. My thing is, though, is that I will ask for advice. I will ask for feedback but I'm not going to sit and wait for you. I'm going to continue down my journey because it's mine and I feel compelled to do certain things. So I'm going to do them and not wait for my parents to approve, my siblings to approve. I don't even know that I wait for my husband to approve sometimes. So I think sometimes he just winds up, (laughs) he winds up getting the bad end of the stick on that one. Um, (laughs) But that's something totally different. So I know there's times where like, with him, I will definitely compromise and discuss where I may not wait for other people, depending on how big of the request that I'm that I'm wanting to do, the journey that I want to take. How big is that? So in number four is try to be happy for others' successes. Work to celebrate them and not compare them. So when you see somebody talking about how amazing this turned out, you know, they they made $26,000 on bonus reels fantastic. Like, yeah. Can you share me the suggestions? Like, 
can you share what kinds of things you did that worked for you that you could, you know, if you wanted to cut out a bunch of mistakes for other people, you know, what could, what advice could you give me as I break into this community? Right. So that's, that's different than if I'm just saying, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And wow, they got 26,000. I'm, I just can't. That's, you know, and then you just scroll by. No, celebrate it. Celebrate it with them. If you know someone, I mean, you don't have to do it to perfect strangers, right? But I would, I would totally do it because I know, and even I may be envious, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I'm not envious of the fact that that just happened, but I'm not going to sit there and um, not be happy for them and think that I can't do it. I just have to keep going. Okay. I just have to keep going in whatever I'm doing. And that goes for you too. You just have to keep going. That's the persistence and that's the grit. That's why I'm here to be your gritty coach because I'm telling you, it's gonna take persistence and it's gonna take grit. If you wanna do these big things and make big changes happen for you, and you can, you can, but you have to have that mindset that you can. Okay, off my soapbox, here we go. We're going to number five. Growth is about the journey and not the results. So I sort of just talked about that in three where it's about your journey and not theirs. Don't wait for others' approvals. So it is about the journey. If you're always focused on the results, it'll be very hard to see where that journey is and you're not gonna enjoy it, right? There are there are a lot of pieces that I love and enjoy that I'm not even at the results yet. I'm not at the results. Did I start a, did I start a podcast? Yes, but I'm not at the results. I wanna hit 100,000 downloads, right? So you guys are all helping me, but I'm not there yet. But I am loving the journey that it's taking to get there. And I am working every day to stay focused right here. So in your journey, whatever that is, I don't care if it's personal or business, you could be in both and you can have growth in both. You stay focused there. That is where daily gratitude comes in handy. And that is where journaling comes in handy. And I love to write wins for the day. Like at the end of the day, what did you do? What did you accomplish? Because sometimes we feel like we didn't do anything. And I, I'll tell you, in and this talks about like when I do checklists and things like that. I'll tell you, there are days that I wrote down, I took a shower. That was a win. <laughs> I took a shower. <laughs> that was my win for today. That was all I could come up with. But guess what? I did it. And that was my win. And I was able to move on. And the next day I got up and did something different. But if you get up in the morning and you have gratitude for all the good things that are coming into your life, the fact that you're alive, if you you have good health if, for your family, for all the wonderful things, for having your faith. Um, if you have all of that and you have that gratitude, you're going to wake up in a much better mood and start your day in a different mindset. It's in a positive mindset. It is starting in a growth mindset. And then at the end of the day, write your wins. Because if you can't see them, you'll start to see them. And when you see them written on paper, that is so different than when you're just thinking about them in your head. They're on paper now. Like I, you know, I don't care. You can come post them in my group. I would love to see your wins in my group. You could post them every single day. Come into the community and say, here's my wins. I took a shower today. (laughs) I will relish that with you and say, amen. I know I've been there. I've done that. And showers are good. (laughs) And you probably feel a whole lot better compared to what you were feeling because for you to get to shower only for the day, That means the day was not exactly great. 
right? There were challenges that happened in that day. So I will, I will cheer you on. I'll be your hype girl for that one. So um, about the journey, stay focused there. Journaling is amazing. I, I am like the newfound professor of journaling. I, I tell you, there is something about getting it out. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not a natural writer. I will say that writing is a challenge for me. And I can sit down when it's something I'm passionate about. I can sit down and I can write for an hour straight. And I'm like, where, where the heck did that come from? I, I have no idea. Like, but it just flowed. And I just let the river go, right? Because it was in the journey. I was in the journey in the moment. And whatever was coming out was coming out. And the more you pro- like, the more you do it, it just, it takes over. And then all of a sudden you, you, you look down and you've written three pages in your journal and you're like, I'm going to need a bigger book. <laughs> I'm going to need another journal. Um, I will tell you the book sitting right next to me has over 350 pages in it. <laughs> I needed a new journal. <laughs> so celebrate your wins, celebrate the journey, the wins for today because every day you're still going to have something else, right? Even when you feel like you've reached success, when you think about what success looks like and you've reached it, you're still going to have, when you're in a growth mindset, you really technically never reach it. I feel like I never reach it. I mean, I retired from the military. That's a huge win. But if I wasn't done, I could have stayed home. I could have just done nothing. I mean, we've, we were set up to retire. So I could have just been home and, and been at the school and bugging my kids every single day, trying to get my 17 year old to say hi to me, who likes to ghost me as he's walking down through the courtyard. I could have done that. I still do. Don't get me wrong. I totally still do. But I didn't stop. I didn't stop. I wanted more. I wanted to do more. I, I, I didn't want to sit at home and just sit and stare and, and actually think about watching soap operas again. No, thank you. Um, so I, I decided to do this. I didn't even have to, but I did because I wanted to. And then I just kept growing. And I have grown so much in the last few years and crazy, crazy amount of growth. And I want that for everybody. And let's move on to number six, because I keep going here. Um, Six, when something doesn't work, take a step back and see how you could have done it differently and take a new approach. It isn't a failure to give up on. It is a chance to try a different approach, which I think I've already talked about this. You have checks and balances. You get on the fork. You don't wait till you're 16 miles down the road before you decide to do a check and then figure out it didn't work and you need to now go take the other fork, right? You do a check about a mile in and go, "Mm, is this working for me? Yes. Okay. I'm going to keep going. No. Okay. Back up guys. We're going to back up here. Beep, beep, beep. And then we're going to go down the other pathway. Make sure that if something doesn't work, you take a back, step back, you take a back step, a step back. You could go either way with that. Um, step back and just take a look at it and see if there's something that you could have done differently. That's the learning. That is like your own self-reflection. And then you're not looking at it as a failure, but you're looking at it as a, a growth opportunity, right? When you take these something that didn't work, just like Thomas Edison, he took it as something that didn't work. And he said, mm, I can grow on that. I can make it different. I can, I can take a different path. And that's what you do. So the seven feedback, I'm pretty much sure I beat this dead horse. Don't be afraid of it. People are afraid to give it. Now, if you're going to give it, be able to make sure you can take it. (laughs) If you're going to dish it, take it. Because people will definitely want to give it back to you when you start to give it. And it's okay. It's okay. I just hope that when you give 
feedback or when you receive feedback, I hope that both sides are very respectful for the fact of that it's constructive criticism and not just criticism, right? And it's not just um, insulting someone, right? There's no need for any of that. I'm not talking about insulting. And I want you to say something like, not the you suck and you shouldn't be doing this feedback, but it's like that's their fixed mindset kicking in when somebody can't give it. But I'm talking about, hey, next time you record your podcast, be sure to keep your mouth facing the mic at all times or the sound starts to fade as you turn your head. Did you hear that? It, it fades when I turn my head. Another one, a quick example is this is a great way to start your essay, but here's where you can make some changes, right? So that's all part of feedback both giving and receiving. Like I'm, I'm ready for it and then you give it to me and then I make changes, right? And I only improve and then we celebrate together. It's like kill two birds with one stone. Okay, number eight is it's not an F word. It's just room for improvement. So you didn't fail. It just didn't work. And now your opportunity for growth is to make an improvement on it. And number nine, learn from others. And not just the good, but the bad too. I'm sure all of us have had a bad, you know, a boss that didn't, that wasn't very great or a leader that wasn't very great. Like I'm raising my hand. Who else is raising their hand? Don't do, don't do both hands while you're driving though. Um, I will tell you, I have learned from both good and bad. And I've even learned from my husband's leaders. Like when he would come home and tell me stuff that was going on and how they were treating him and things that they have done, you know, when he was serving and we were junior sailors and we were young and blah, 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 right? I would actually learn and go, yeah, I'm never doing that. That's just not cool to do that to your people. You push other people down so other people can go back up, but yet you punish the ones that work hard with more work instead of holding the ones accountable who aren't doing the work. Like, amen there. Learn from others' mistakes that you see, right? Bad stuff. Like you're following somebody else's journey, right? And you see something that didn't go well that they did that wasn't a very good leadership trait. Then you learn from that too. And that helps build you as a leader. It helps build you as a business owner. If you saw somebody making a bad business mistake, right? Taking out a $100,000 loan and not having a way to repay that. Bad business mistake, my friend. Don't do it. Guess what I just did? I learned. I learned from watching somebody else. That's not a good way to do that. So learn from others, not just the good, but the bad too. To sum this up, I will, I would really like to quote from Dr. Dweck, who is one of the top writers of all growth and fixed mindset. And she said, we like to think of our champions and idols as superheroes who were born different from us. We don't like to think of them as relatively ordinary people who made themselves extraordinary. Our heroes are just people, right? Unless you're talking Superman, Batman, whatever, and we all know those are fictional. Our heroes that we really look up to, they actually put their pants on the same way we do. No one jumps in. I've seen it. It doesn't go well, but no one jumps in with both feet at the same time. It's not pretty. They fall. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, if that's what they were going for, but they're not, they are just amazing people because they persisted because they got up when it was hard. They kept going. They thought of things as challenges. They weren't failures. They stuck themselves in the growth mindset. They embraced the journey. They celebrated their wins and then they wanted more. Do you remember when I said I was passionate about this subject? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stop it here because I think I've 
killed all the dead horses here and kicked them a couple times. But I just want you to know that there are strategies to help you. There are ways to do it. If you find that you need some more help, please, please don't hesitate to ask. Don't hesitate to talk to a friend about how you're feeling, right? And when you feel like you're comparing, I've done it. I've, I've actually admitted it. I think I've admitted it on a podcast. I've compared myself to others. And then I was like, yes, yeah, stop that. <laughs> so, okay. Today was super gritty. Now, if you are ready to make changes, I would love for you to go to Facebook or Instagram and post what change you are ready to make. Even if it's only one, which one? One through nine, I gave you nine tips on things to change. And I would love to know which one you are ready to commit to. Tag me in the post at The Gritty Coach. And if that is too public at first, come to a bunch of strangers in my private Facebook group and announce it there, right? (laughs) Announce it in front of a bunch of strangers instead of people you know. No one knows you. And sometimes that's easier. (laughs) The point is to announce it and commit to it. Claim it. Own it. You got this. And when you declare it in front of others, you will work to make the change. The point, of course, is not the actual change, but how you got there. Remember, my friends, it's about the journey. So if you want to find out just how much growth or fixed mindset you have, maybe you don't actually have a good sense of it yet, then check the show notes for a link to a free quiz that will identify areas that you have growth or fixed mindset. Um, And if you find that there are areas of fixed mindset that you're ready to make a change in, but you want some more help, connect with me. I'd love to connect. I'd love to offer a 30-minute strategy call to chat and start helping you make big changes in your life. I'm, I'm here. I want to um, cheer you on. I want to celebrate your, su- your, <laughs> your successes with you. Um, and I would love to see you start shifting and making big changes. So now next week, I am changing gears. I'm so excited because I'm going to be doing an interview of one of my dearest friends who's a business owner And I can't wait to share her stories, her challenges, and her triumphs. So remember, if you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to click the follow button. And I hope that if this um, episode helped you in some way, that you'd be happy to leave me a review. I'm so excited about these. I love reading them. Again, it's feedback for me. Remember, feedback, I want it. It's okay. Big girl panties on. I can handle it. Um, I would love the feedback. Please leave a review. And then until next time, keep staying gritty. Hey friend, before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes and click on the purple write a review. This episode inspired you today to make a change. Share on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail, but you just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grit. Yeah.